This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. We are going to continue on the halachot of building on Shabbat, specifically the Shulchan Aruch Siman Resh Mem Dalid. And the famous question that people have is that they have a house and uh, they, they are in the middle of building a house and they know that if they're not going to be able to work on Shabbat, and the Yamim Tovim, and Cholamoid for that matter, they're, they're going to lose a lot of money, the, 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 it's going to slow them down, and they themselves don't, are not going to work, obviously, but they have a non-Jewish contractor that is contracted to build the house, and he hires subcontractors, and they want to know whether it's permitted to build Shabbat or not. This is not a new question, it's a question that's addressed in the Shulchan Aruch, However, some suggest that it's different nowadays, and that's why we want to speak about it. And it's an interesting shi'ur. Already, I, I always like to start off with some of our hachmenu that discuss the question. Over here, there's a famous teshuvah from Rabbi Yaakov Chagiz. Rabbi Yaakov Chagiz was one of the great Sephardic poskim and rabbanim, and he actually started his learning career in the city of Fez in the 1600s. And he wrote uh, one of the teshuvah, one of the shirot teshuvah that's used universally and quoted uh, by all the poskim called the Hilchot Ktanot. So here, the Hilchot Ktanot had a similar question in Chelek Aleph, Siman Resh Tzadihe, regarding a Jew who, this is a little bit different, because over here it's a Jew who rented a house from Goyim. So he rented it from Goyim. And the Goy wants to build... And he wants to do renovations in that house. So in other words, a Jew has a non-Jewish landlord. A non-Jewish wants to do all types of renovations in the house. And everybody knows that it's the guys. So he wanted to suggest that it should be allowed. And then he spoke to Chachbe Yerushalayim. And because later on, Rav Yaakov Chagiz moved to, to Yerushalayim. He had a whole gathering there. As a matter of fact, his son-in-law was Harava Magen, Rav Moshe Galanti, one of the great uh, Sephardi Geonim. And uh, he was later Rishon Litzion. You know, that was a very early concept. And, uh, and, and, and Rav Yaakov Chagiz mentions that the Hachamim of Yerushalayim didn't permit him. And they said that everybody knows that if the guy is doing it, he's hiring people per hour, and they're going to think that it's the Jew who's asking people to hire him per hour. And uh, there's the Sif in Matei Yehuda of Yehuda Ayash, also a great Chacham who learned in the city of Fez, but eventually went to uh, went to Algeria. He was an Algerian Rav. The Haida quotes on him, Dvarav Divrei Elokim Chaim, holy words. And he says over here that categorically it's a school because since it's in public, so people think that he is doing Melacha on Shabbat. So what is the what is going on over here? Let's start with the Aleph Bet. Let's start one by one. It's a very complicated question, but we're going to try to break it down in the simplest form possible. And maybe we'll have time. We'll mention we'll mention a question that Ravavadi Yosef had regarding a synagogue in Los Angeles. So we're going to speak about that. Uh, the the source of this Gemara is in Masechet Avodah of Chaf Aleph, and I think I mentioned this last week, which is if somebody has a bathhouse. And the bathhouse has, um, and the bathhouse has goyim who are running it. So even though the goyim are running it, says the Mishnah, nevertheless, 
the, the, the bathhouse is named Nikret al Shmoshel Yisrael. It's called on the name of, Ye, on, on, of the Jew. And people are going to think, Rashi, these people are thinking that he's hiring people to work for him on Shabbat, which is a problem. It's a, it's a suspicion. They, they think that he's violating Shabbat. What's the prohibition over here? So, whenever we discuss these halachot, we have to remember there are different terms. There's a term called somebody who works per hour. If I hire a non-Jew, even before Shabbat, I hire him to work for me on Shabbat, he is my shaliach, and he is working for me on Shabbat. That's called a schir yom, that's categorically forbidden. It's called, you're asking a guy to work for you, you're, he's your shaliach, he is your messenger, and it's isur midrabanan, uh, there are opinions brought in the Bet Yosef, the Samag that says it might be even a Deoraita of Kol Melacha Lo Yeaselachem. Any Melacha should not be done for you, even done through Goyim. But for sure it's in Isudir Abanan and it's categorically forbidden. Then there's another category being an Aris, a percentage based person. That if a Goy is working for percentage, so he's really doing it for himself, that's allowed. Unless it looks like it's for sure the Jews, like a merchatz, which people are going to think he's not doing it for percentage, then it's forbidden. Now we spoke about that last week, if somebody wants to hire a non-Jew for percentage. And then there's a third concept called kablanut. Kablanut means uh, a per-job contractor. In other words, he's paid per job. Now by a contractor... It's not exactly like somebody who works for percentage. Somebody who works for percentage, everybody knows the non-Jew is working for himself. But by a contractor, nobody knows if he's a contractor. It's not clear that he's working for contracting. Somebody who's working in a certain type of business that demands percentage, everybody knows that it's a percentage-based business. That's one thing. But in, in, a, in a type of job like a building of a house... So here, the question is, is that many people, how do they build their house? Through renting people per hour. This was the case, at least in the time of the Mishnah, and a time of, of the of Tosfot, that they would rent people per hour. And since they rent people per hour, so then the question becomes that, that we are, even though he particularly hired a person to do kablanut, to uh, to do a job per job, which is not technically forbidden on Shabbat, if you hire a contractor to do a certain job, you're not telling him to work on Shabbat. He can work on Sunday. He can work on Shabbat. So technically, he is not doing milacha on Shabbat. Nevertheless, in instances like building a house, the question arises: maybe there's a suspicion that you hired him per hour. This was a question that Tosfot had in Masechet Avodazara, Tavchaf Alef Amudbet, and he brings the famous opinion of Rabbi Nutam. Rabbi Nutam said that it's permitted to have a house built on Shabbat because it's done bikablanut. It's done per, per job. And since it's done per job, people are not going to suspect that he's hiring him per hour. And Tosfot argues that he argues. He says, even though you're doing it per job, people are going to think he's doing it per hour. Because it is common for people doing it per hour, and people are going to say that you hired him per hour. People are going to say that you hired him per hour. And that's a chashad. Now, the Shulchan Aruch Harav, the, the Balatanya, writes in Siman Rish Memdalit, even though we don't go so far in making zero dirabanan, 
that's a question that even though we don't go so far in making Sirut Rabbanan, over here, since the Isur of Schir Yom is like he's your messenger, and it's learned out of a Pasuk, it is so chamur, it is so stringent, that we are very careful, and we make prohibitions. So usually you could evoke principles of Sasefek de Rabbanan Lekula. In this topic, we're going to see that the Poskim are very wary of of so it's a machloket, Rabbeinu Tam and Dri, whether one is allowed to build a house on Shabbat and Yom Tov, and specifically Cholamoed also. Now, this prohibition is only betochatchum, within a Jewish area, but let's say you have a house in a non-Jewish area, and Jews don't go there. It's in downtown uh, Philadelphia, and there's no Jews over there and you're building a house with a non-Jewish contractor, that you're not telling him to work on Shabbat, then even the Ri, even the more Machmir opinion, says that it's permitted. How are we posek? So the Shulchan Aruch in Siman Resh Mem Dalit, Sif Alif, is posek like, is like the Ri, Lechumra, not like Rabbi Nutam. Even Rabbi Nutam, himself, who had a house built on Shabbat, he says he wouldn't rely on this, uh, this opinion that, that he said himself that it's mutar, and he wouldn't go into the house on Shabbat. Even Bidyavad, he wouldn't go into the house on Shabbat. So that's how, how, how far it went. Even the lenient opinion was very careful not to go into the house, and it's written in the Shulchan Aruch that, Avalim hayta yedua meforsemet asur shaharoe enoyedi, because why is it for because the one who sees the non-Jew, or sick, that he is dealing in this work, he doesn't know that he made him to a kablan. And he's going to say, well, most probably, he rented out the Jew to do work for him on Shabbat. And therefore, the Shulchan Aruch writes, it's forbidden. Unbelievable. Now, You should say, okay, case, case closed, case shut. You can't have somebody working for you on Shabbat. Not so simple. What's the reason? And this is very important to, to understand. What's the reason why you can't have a non-Jew working for you on Shabbat, even if he's doing it in a contracted way? Usually, if you tell a non-Jew to be contracted to a melacha not far away, and there's no chashad, and there's no, there's no suspicion, we'll call chashad, marita, ayin, however you want to call it, there's no suspicion that he's doing for you work on Shabbat, usually that's not an issue. Why over here is it more of an issue? So the ri, and this is the lashon of the Shulchan Aruch, which is also the language of the Rambam, writes that if somebody sees a non-Jew, he's going to say, well, he for sure hired him per hour. Asks Rav Moshe Feinstein and the Bi'ur Halacha, what would be if nowadays it's the mo- it's common all over to only do things in a contracting? For example, building roofs. Nobody does roofs for per, per hour. Everybody contracts building a roof per job. It costs this and this amount to do a roof. Everybody knows that when there's jobs being done on the house, it's done through contracting. What happens if that's the scenario? The halacha should change. The whole reason why there's a prohibition is because you might come and say that he's hiring him per hour. But when you know that he's not hiring per hour, you know that he's doing it per job, there shouldn't be a chashash anymore. Indeed, the Nodab Yehuda in Orachaim, Siman Yudbet, was asked this question. 
He says that he asked somebody who really had to finish up a job before it was going to be the winter season and it was going to rain, it was going to ruin their whole work. And he says, well, nowadays that everybody knows that people build roofs per job, it should be allowed. Then he has a question of guests coming in and they're not going to know. And then, uh, so, so he says, maybe you should only allow it on Chola Moed, but not on Shabbat. But in theory, he brings up this, this, uh, this heter. And the Primigadim as well says, according to the Ri, if something is Ragilut, it should be allowed. So, in truth, the Bi'ur Halakha has a long Arichut about this. And he brings another opinion, the opinion of the Ran. The Ran writes that the reason why you can't have a non-Jew work for you on Shabbat, even if it's done in contracting, is not because you're going to suspect that maybe he did it per hour. And therefore, in a place where it's done per hour, not done per hour, it should be allowed. The Ran says that the reason why, if you see a non-Jewish contractor working on Shabbat, it's forbidden, is because you don't know that there's a difference between contracting or per hour. The Lashon of the Ran is... The Jew is getting a profit. The non-Jew is getting a profit. So a Jew sees the non-Jew working. He doesn't know, well, Kablan, not Kablan. He sees the non-Jew working. He says, yeah, he's working for him. It's a general, he puts him in his general category of working for him. And according to that, says the Bureau Lacha, there's no difference if it's the common thing nowadays to be contracting or not. People are not so savvy to know that contracting is allowed or not contracting is allowed. They all think that he's working for him and finito. And they, they, they think that it's forbidden. Rav Moshe Feinstein in Chelek Ale, I'm sorry, in, in Igrot Moshe Chelek Gimel, Siman Lamed He brings this uh, this, uh, this this Bureau Lacha. He says, according to Bureau Lacha, even nowadays it should be forbidden. Says Rav Moshe Feinstein, but most opinions, the Shulchan Aruch included, say that the prohibition is because uh, is because a person is going to think that he hired him per hour. Subsequently, when there is no such concern, it should be allowed. And he says it's a safek dirabanan. Even though you have the Ran, you have many opinions that hold that it's allowed, so you should be lenient. He says, even though he's not prepared to allow this lechat because if people are mizazel in Shabbat and they're going to see work done on Shabbat, it's going to lead to a, to a, to a chilul Shabbat and he's not willing to permit it. Lechat He's willing to say that a person, there was a case over there that a guy had to pull out of a contract. He's not willing to say he has to pull out of his contract. But that's what the, that's what the, that's what the Bira Lachas, that's what the Rav Moshe Feinstein, so he's willing to be more lenient in certain cases. Rav Moshe Feinstein, nowadays, since everybody does it per hour. In truth, uh, it, there, the, the Bet, the Matei Yehuda, which is the Rav Yehuda Ayash, not in the Shilotu Chuvot Bet Yehuda, Matei Yehuda on the Shulchan Aruch Siman Resh Memdalid, brings from the Maritats, that the Shulchan, that the, uh, the Rambam says this reason, like the Shulchan Aruch, that, that's where the Shulchan Aruch is getting it from, that when you see somebody working for you, you're going to expect that you're hired in per hour. But then he brings a Rambam in Hilchot Cholamoed, that says like the reason of the run, that the suspicion is because you're not going to know the difference between who's who. So he says it's a stira. And he brings that the answer, in other words, what's the stira? In, 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 in Hilchot Shabbat, the Rambam says that we are worried that people are going to say that he's hiring him per hour. 
And in Cholamoid, he says that the suspicion is that he doesn't know that he doesn't know that it's forbidden. He's going to say he's, he's, he's a kablan or a shiriyam. He's going to say it's all forbidden anyways. So the Matiyuda says the Rambam is not so to himself. One place he's just explaining himself more. In Ilchot Shabbat, it's in Perek Vav of Ilchot Shabbat, and it's in Perek Zayin of Ilchot Yom Tov, if anybody wants to look it up. In Perek Vav Ilchot Shabbat, the Rambam is saying that it's forbidden because you might come to say that he hired him per hour. And in Ilchot Yom Tov, he starts saying that, you might come to say that I hired him per hour. And once you start saying that, you're going to say, and a person's not going to know a difference between if he hired him per hour, if he didn't, or hired him as a kablan. In other words, in other words, it's a two-step process. At the beginning, a person sees that he's working, he, that he's working on Shabbat. He's going to say, he hired him. And once he's hired him, he hired him, he doesn't know that there's an option of kablan or not kablan. He's going to say, once he hired him, he's going to say, even if he's hired contractually, he doesn't know that that's permitted. It's all in the same category. According to this, even according to... And nobody knows if he, why he's working. They just see a non-Jew working for you. They assume that you hired him. And therefore, it's categorically asur. That's what um, that, that's what comes out according to the Rambam. So, in truth, like this: if somebody has a non-Jew working on your building on Shabbat, it's the halacha is that it's forbidden. Ravavadi Yosef in Yabia Omer was asked about a synagogue in Los Angeles that had a non-religious board, and they had the construction done on Shabbat because they wanted to finish it up earlier. And then the religious board came and said, "Hey." They build on Shabbat. Are we allowed to use it? And the Shulchan Aruch brings in uh, in Eresh uh, Mem Dalid Siman Seif Gimel that if the if non Jews build a house on Shabbat, it's a proper thing to be machmir, not to, not not to go into this synagogue. So even bidi avad, it might be a problem. Yosef goes into a whole long arichut saying that a public beta knesset, it could be nobody would suspect them. It's a Magen Avram this way. A public beta knesset, nobody would suspect them of 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 doing uh, of, of doing um, uh, um, uh, something that's violating halacha. And plus, nowadays there's the no debiuda that says it's ragilut. That nowadays everybody does be kabbalanut. So even though lehalacha we're machmir, but it's more it's more lenient regarding bidi avad. And he also said that there's uh, that, that that there's reasons to say that bidi avad it should be allowed. He has a very long teshuva, and he comes out leheter bidi avad. So that means bidi avad if it was done. It could be that nowadays it's more lenient, especially in a case of a synagogue. But lechatechila, definitely one should not have a building done on Shabbat. I know somebody who's building a synagogue on Shabbat, and he put up a sign, no work is being done over here on Shabbat and Yom Tov, even if it was done in a contractual form. Chazaku Baruch. You've just experienced another Torah class, brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.